My name is Matt Brown. Get ready for a lifetime of being badass motherfuckers. And let's start the show. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for anywhere and anytime at all. Down here in the deep blue sea. F is for fire that burns down the whole town. Use for uranium. Bombs. N is for no survivors. When you Langton. Those things aren't what fun is all about. Now, do it like this. F is for friends who do stuff. Never. That's completely idiotic. Here, let me help you. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. Try it. N is for anywhere and anytime at all. Down here in the deep blue sea. Wait, I don't understand this. I feel all tingly inside. What's happening, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Monday, September 20th, 2021, and it is a beautiful week. It is a beautiful day, and it was a beautiful weekend. So, so happy we are here, and we have quite the show for you today that will entertain, inform, and inspire you, and it will make you ponder and say, damn. I am so happy to hear this today. And before we get into what I'm hyping you up for, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And to check out exclusive content throughout all of social media, check us out on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversation. So ready to roll, ready to rock, and ready to make some big moves. It was a very nice, very sweet, and very enjoyable, relaxing weekend with friends and family, and I'm so blessed to be able to do that. I'm so blessed to have you tuning in, and I'm so blessed to have the great Ryan Page coming back on for another edition of the Tweet Cap, and we're switching it up a little bit today. So as you know, the Tweet Cap usually goes on Thursday since we merge with that show, and we cover the biggest topics during the week, and we reflect on the big tweets, what's trending, what's viral, all of that. So switching it up, and because it's a Monday show, I thought, why don't we do more of a retrospective on Twitter, and we talk about the most viral tweets of all time. We're literally going to be discussing the most popular hashtags, the most popular retweets, and the most popular, sorry, and the most liked tweets of all time up until September 2021. We're also going to discuss the most popular YouTube videos of all time, literally the top 10 in views we discuss and we keep it interesting. I should say we actually look at the top five YouTube videos. So we're going to make it interesting. We thought it'd be a nice history lesson on the world of Twitter. And we have a nice reference to see what we were talking about as the most popular tweets of all time within a, what, 10 to 15 year period. So when we do this show and 10, 15 years again, we could see if these trending videos are still on top of the all-time list. So with that, Ryan Page is here. We're going to discuss it, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So Ryan Page, it's your turn once again. Let's get 
to it. This is a very productive conversation. Well, no, it's not. It's the um, beginning of fall fall, um, (laughs) towards technically the end of September. But as we're all getting to enjoy the autumn, Chris, the leaves are changing. It's time to bring back the tweet cap and we're going to do something a little different this time. So before I get into the uh, very special tweet cap, it's great to see our great friend Ryan Page again. Ryan, what's going on? How's it going, Matt? It's a. Not much has changed since the last time. Not much mm-hmm. has changed. Uh, I mean, not for me. I know you've had, you just recently had a hundred episodes, yes. right? Yes. So a lot of big stuff happening here at Matt's Productive Conversations podcast, mm-hmm. uh, a growing network, if you will. Now, TweetCap joining as a, as a reoccurring segment. So thank you. Uh, happy to be a part of a hundred episodes or I, at this point, by the time you hear this, it'd be more than a hundred episodes uh, yeah. to all of our listeners. But at the time of me talking a hundred episodes, <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been a big part of it. I think you're, you and uh, Alex Rinelli are tied for most frequent guests as of now. And still, yeah. yeah so even with all these tweet caps, huh? Yeah, exactly. Huh. So I add on the wrestling shows too. I think you beat them by one. Uh, yeah, that's it. There's no way between the wrestling shows, the tweet cap, and my actual appearances. There's no way. I'll have to, I'll have to go back through hundreds. Now, hundreds a lot of episodes. So yeah. I'll have to go back through and see. But and this was exactly 106. So I got to officially count those if numbers. We're tied. Though. What you need to do is the next episode of the tweet cap. He has to be on. <laughs> I think if he would I totally would too. So uh <laughs> we'll definitely determine that number. But yeah, we're great to see you, Ryan. I know you got your engagement already for next fall pretty much settled, right? Well, the engagement already happened. Yeah. Oh, the sorry. The, next the, fall, yeah. The, your wedding. Oh man, yep, so yep. excited. I can't even think straight. So um <laughs> you excited for that? Is if everything's all just about official? Oh yeah, we've we've already done a lot of the 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 legwork, you know, booking different, you know, booking the venue, getting mm-hmm. everything paid for and on the books. So that way, I mean, it's crazy. The number of people getting married right now is, I mean, I, I get it. Cause it's like literally two years worth of people trying to get married in like 10, like not even cause people are not trying to get married on like Christmas and stuff, you know? So like there's times when people are not getting married. So you take all those times out of it. It's like, you know, nine, 10 months out of the year that mm-hmm. people are shooting for and like two years worth of people are shooting for a spot in there. So it's been crazy. Like we had very specific parameters we needed to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made it even crazier to find someplace that would do it. But we managed, we, we had a whole, like a long weekend where we just literally drove around to like almost wasn't cold calling, uh, but we cold called every place first. We like literally just called places and said, are you available? And if they <laughs> you said free? yes. When you free. Yeah. And then if they said yes, we literally were like, all right, we'll be there. Yeah. We'll be like, okay, we'll be there. We'll be there on Friday to take a look. Like it was like literally that quick a turnaround. We'll call someone like a Wednesday and be like, do you have the, our, do you have our date? And they'll be like, yep. Be like, cool. We'll see you in a couple of days. Like it was literally well, crazy, well, but we managed, we found a really good spot. We're pretty excited. 
Awesome. Do you have an official date yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. The first of October. October 1st, 2022. So just about what? 56 weeks away yeah, from this like very that, day. Huh? There's no 31st of September. So There's exactly not, a, not. a year and two weeks, you'll be a married man. How about that? Hopefully this world is in a better place. Boy, if we have uh, that yeah. last then. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't won't. even think about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But we have an exciting year to look forward to. And, uh, you know, let's keep rolling until then. So what we're doing today, special edition of the Tweet Cap. So mm-hmm. we figured since this is a Monday show, why don't we look at and, you know, it's hard to recap. It's hard Monday. to recap Monday. <laughs> Only uh, we leave that to John Oliver who does it on Sunday. So we figured to look at tweets on a largest on the largest scale possible in the sense that we're going to look at the most viral tweets, YouTube videos, hashtags. We're basically looking at the most viral social media moments ever. Since, you know, on a broad Old scale, claim, but yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> according to our sources that we trust, we are going to look at the most viral things ever up until this point here in September 2021. And we'll see when your wedding happens, if this list is still accurate. But uh, <laughs> this is cool. So we figure we're going to try something different for the special Monday and then we'll get back into the regular swing of things when we do our next week mm-hmm. cap for more current topics. So we're just going to look at more historic topics. And, you know, you have Twitter around since 2008, YouTube around since 2005. And yeah, so 2005. So, the you know, we're looking at uh, pretty much the first quote unquote phase of social media, still relatively young, but, you know, really controls our world. So I figured this would be a cool thing to look at. So one thing I have to ask, Ryan, as you were saying, like you were, you know, amazed that these apps are or these websites are, I mean, obviously they're not old compared to like companies, but, but a little. you know, but yeah, it's it's pretty much raised through the generation, pretty much middle schools when this all began. Now, you know, you're getting married and and, yeah, uh, you so know, yeah. we're starting a career. So it's uh, been a pretty much a little more than half of our lives. Um you know, having this kind of influence. So what do you think about that, Ryan, and how much the internet influence has grown and stuff? I mean, honestly, though, it's weird to me. I mean, because you always hear that. We actually, I don't know if you even hear that conversation that much anymore, but like, I know even four years ago when we were like undergrads, right. Mm-hmm. In college, that was like the big thing. Everybody was talking about how young, you know, young people growing up with social media and young people's reliance on social media. Like, do you see some of the people who are using social media now, like frequently using it? I mean, <laughs> it, it, not even just like Facebook. Cause I mean, everyone knows about Facebook now, but all of them, uh, the TikTok even like, you know, there's pretty old, like not old, but like there's older people on TikTok. There's people oh, yeah. who are well above our generation who are addicted to that app. So like, I think it's funny. We talk a lot about us because we mm-hmm. were that weird, but like our parents were not the same kind of technophobes as like their parents, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like our grandparents and older as like society changed most of them are like whatever i'm not into that you do not you. even gotta try right no, not not big on the cell phones right not big on the email right our parents 
like like our parents generation so boomers and gen x maybe younger boomers but boomers either way like they kind of took to media and i feel like people it wasn't all of them so i think people like focus mm-hmm. on that like how we grew up with it and obviously like our younger siblings have had it their entire lives like you know we had it most of our lives is to say for like early childhood they had it for pretty much the entire time i mean you have a brother who's similar in age to my sister mm-hmm. um yeah i mean they had they've had it their entire lives for sure um you know like the internet maybe not social media 2005 they're not quite that young but um so like i don't know it's just interesting to me because we talk about it all the time about how us and i think obviously it's impacted the way that we look at things but i think it's impacted the way everybody does things oh for like, sure almost equally at this point i just think that it is a way of it's what it's just what we do and i mean people watch youtube videos people check their facebook people use tick you know watch tiktoks people people do it now it's just what they do and i don't know if the generation argument is quite as uh relevant at this point which is i mean a kind of a testament to social media right good yeah. or bad it's gotten into every generation of uh of user and it's in like every country too which is even like crazier to think about like you can go viral in like you know the uk in asia like you can go viral anywhere yeah from you wherever you're sitting have a whole you know? career on it well yeah, yeah that too people are literally making careers on it but that's that's a different conversation i just mean like regular people like using it you know oh yeah at the end of the day everybody knows what these services are everybody right. knows that this is you know, this is just a way of life. These are the most influential companies, your YouTube, Facebook, Instagrams, Facebook, um, I said it, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter yeah. you know, especially after the pandemic where all we had was our computers pretty much to entertain ourselves in the Internet. It's just it's just a staple on life. And we're that weird age that we didn't grow up with it um, until our teenage years. But of course, we embraced it like anything else. And now we're we're going to use it for the rest of our lives. I thought about the other day how um, I've seen a lot of crazy world changing events from my phone. This little the various iPhones I've had since high school. I mean, we've seen. I feel like we've seen the entire world change from from a oh from a absolutely, phone. and and will continue to be like that. So if you can't beat them, join them, and <laughs> we're gonna discuss what those big events have habits is it so pretty much we'll cover you know what the most pe- things most people talk about pretty much from 05 to to now so we have that you know 16 year gap which is a lot and uh yeah. it's only gonna grow from there <laughs> uh, we're for sure by the way for anyone listening gonna miss stuff because we're we're not doing an actual i don't think we're reading off a full list for kind of picking and choosing just as a heads up for anyone who has done this before yeah pretty <laughs> much forget one it's a we could have just forgotten it uh or b we just didn't mention it on the show <laughs> absolutely and we're going through the uh you know as much as our sources have provided us yeah, and, you know, numbers go. fluctuate and the, you know, there's, it's like almost the um, inflation argument for the internet, but you know, we'll see, here's what we could pull off. So I figured we talk about to start it off the most retweeted tweets as of today. 
Okay. And um, assuming this is true. Now, this is worldwide, by the way. This is not only in America. This is worldwide. So, mm-hmm. like the first retweet, I'll see. This one was retweeted 1.4 million times by Jungkook from the lead singer of BTS. Right. I was, we should just blanket statement, especially for the retweet one. Cause I did look this up. You, you literally mm. just remind me when you said it. And it's the reason why I stopped looking <laughs> because I read a statistic that said 20 of the top, like 40. So half of like the top retweets of all time are K-pop stands <laughs> are, are, are part are somehow connected to K-pop. Now I don't believe it's like actually like the top 20 of the top 40. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's scattered, but if you look at like the top 40 or 50, whatever it is, I heard like about 20 of them are K-pop. And oh, so as yeah. soon as I read that, I said, well, I got 20 of them covered. I don't have to do any more research. <laughs> but well, as you said that, I wanted to make sure I said that. So if, if you're a K-pop stand, if you're K-pop stand, put hashtag tweet cap, hashtag your favorite K-pop. <laughs> and let's see if we get that going. Please do. Yeah, the, the ones I have here, we have one. You have all the guys said was done with a tongue out emoji. And that right. was retweeted 1.4 million times on June 9th, 2019. Another one I have here, never not, with the blue heart emoji again by Jungkook. 1.7 in May 20, 2020. Some other ones you have, you have V. All he said was High Army. Is that like the, the van group? What do they call it? The BTS Army? Yeah, they call Army? themselves the Army, the BTS Army. What if we just, for this episode, what if when we post it, instead of posting like a little blurb like we always do and having tweet caps, Twitter retweet it, what if tweet cap just adds the entire BTS group? <laughs> and then a link. I'll take the Army to come check it out. You think they'd like, I think they'd hate us. I feel like that we would upset them. Maybe not this episode, but overall in general. We definitely don't need him to run for that. But yeah, I mean, it's the pretty simple tweet. Teamwork makes dream work. That's what BTS once said for 1.3 million retweets. Uh, It's embarrassing, Ryan. If I heard a BTS song, I don't think I'd recognize them. Oh, you know, everyone knows Dynamite, though. That one, that was number one song in America. I would play it, but the YouTube would take it off right away. Right. But, well, um, only because we're not them. Maybe well, that's what we'll do. We'll ask for them for the rights. We'll at Jungkook for the right. What is his Twitter handle? It's uh, his Twitter handle, according to this, is at BTS uh, underscore TWT, lowercase. Okay. I'll, I'll come up with something. The tweet cap will, the tweet cap internal reach out. <laughs> hey, I mean, seriously, these are these. Pr- is it fair to say this is the most popular music act in the world? Wait, you what said is- he was TWT? Yeah. At BTS TWT? Yeah. Okay, cool. But, like, am I missing something for not hearing them? I mean, Dynamite, I, I probably if I heard it, it's... Well, I just heard the set. other song. So, I only hear them in commercials. Mm. But then I usually like the song. So, I will I'll give it that. I've never like, oh, that was a bad song. You know, I'm like, oh, cool. I was also wondering. I'm like, oh, that's fun. There are fun songs. I don't know. I don't think I'd like a serious song from them. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they do them, right? Because most artists do. But I don't. I don't know if I'd like that. I think the, the fun ones. I want the fun ones, not the serious ones. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing where the most liked tweets are going to be pretty serious. So, I mean, here's some other stuff. You know, like number nine. You know, looking at other ones, you have Barack Obama retweeting. 
one CT tweeted, no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. So that's pretty uh, a great thing to say and true. He said that on August Ooh, here's an 12th, asterisk. 2020, 1220, What's that? I mean, the other prolific tweet, uh, presidential tweeter won't be on any of these lists because everything's been scrubbed. So unless the list was made in January, they won't have access to the numbers. I don't believe. Mm. Yeah, so that, that is that's interesting to, to think about. I just honestly hearing Obama made me think of that because I bet you he is technically on this list. Yeah, I, uh, with the list I'm seeing, maybe they did just scrub it out or erase from history. Well, I mean, it depends on when they when they looked for the list. You know what I mean? Yeah, if they this looked was, after January, it wouldn't be there. This one says August 2021. Yeah, so see, it wouldn't be there anymore if they looked mm. if they looked in July to make an August list. No Kofefe tweets. Well, that that one alone probably would have been <laughs> the top because that got retweeted by everybody. People who liked him, people who didn't. Mm. You know, there's another one from a famous a famous YouTuber named El Rubius who had a oh. tweet that said Limonita Lim, Limonada with a Stonehenge emoji. And that was okay. retweeted 1.7 million times. Have you heard of El Rubius? No. Mm. He's a Spanish-Norwegian YouTube personality who consists of gameplay and vlogs. Was like, I'm assuming that means lemonade. Yeah. And he has over was 9. Was it a Beyonce reference? <laughs> I'd have to, I'll just go, I, I don't know. This, this came like, out in 2016. How- Maybe when lemonade came out. I think around that time sounds familiar. Because I mean, that could be why. If, if it was when Beyonce dropped her album, I feel like people would have been looking for that kind of content. It's funny how simple these set these statements are. I know, right? You try and come up with a perfect tweet. It's usually something like just the word lemonade or uh, <laughs> a blue heart emoji. The uh, the one, the next one, this is the sixth all time. It's it's actually a really old tweet. It's actually just about to be um, 10 years old. And in fact, it'll happen the day after your wedding anniversary. Uh, okay. October 2nd, 2011. Louis Thomason of One Direction. Yep. He said, always in my heart at Harry Styles. Yours is Siri, Louis. I guess that's when they broke up or Harry Styles left the band. Amy. I don't know anything about One Direction other than their names. Yeah, I do six, know their names. They were pretty big in the like the beginning part of high school. Two point eight million retweets. Retweet? Who retweets that? <laughs> People That's who my were thing. very sad about Harry Styles. It's like too. It doesn't apply to them. They're not leaving Harry. Harry's not leaving them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I guess not. Well, uh. That's that's what's um, always weird about the like tweet. Like if someone's eulogizing someone, you you don't obviously don't like it to like it, but you know for the support. Right. Well, yeah, like liking is you support someone else's tweet. I feel like retweeting is you're trying to spread a message, but if it's yeah. not a personal message, I don't. That's a little. Or rather, when it's a personal message that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. You have no connection to any of the anyway. Interesting. Yeah, and then after that, the number fifth most retweeted tweet is, "If only Bradley's arms was longer, best photo ever." Hashtag Oscars. Do you know who tweeted that? 
at no. three three million tweets. Ellen on Oscar night twenty fourteen. You know that famous picture with all the celebs like Meryl Streep and um like Jennifer Anderson's in it and stuff. I, I get think that tweet. I remember that at all? Really? Yeah. Hold up one second. So maybe yeah, that some of these have been uh, staying put. Ellen. Um, Oscars. Well, Matt's looking for that. What I think is interesting is so I have a list here, and it's not nearly as uh, long. This one. Um, this is the and for anyone who's listening, I'm showing Ryan the picture that has um, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer oh, I see Lawrence, yeah, I, I Meryl yeah. Streep, um, some dude I never seen before, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts. Oh, this actually picture had does not age well because Kevin Spacey smack dab in the middle with a creepy smile. Well, isn't he back? Is he making a movie now? I think yes. he is making a foreign movie, but would, oh, okay. is, did it's he do cancel culture? Well, I, I'd already we we know my stance. The tweet cap has already taken, or one half of the tweet cap has already taken their stance on what cancel mm-hmm. culture is and is not. Um, I would say the difference with Kevin Spacey is he was accused of crimes, crimes, like mm-hmm. committing crimes that are jailable. Um, so frankly, until a court of law and police investigation proves otherwise, he probably should stay away from a camera. That being said, I don't think anyone has done anything on the criminal front with right. Kevin Spacey. So I, yeah. don't, I mean, By at the, way, the same time, I don't know what you can do. Uh, you know, his next movie is an Italian movie. He had to move to Italy to make it. Yeah, but there, the man who movies. drew God. <laughs> I <laughs> guess <still> so. Movies. <laughs> well, anyways, maybe that's why people don't want to remember that. And uh, you know, Ellen has to lose her show. So, but that was she a had uh, to lose her show. I think she chose to. True. You know, then the next, the fourth most retweeted tweet is a sad one. It's a eulogy for Chadwick Boseman. With it, it is immense. With really? it is with immense miserable grief that we confirm the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick was diagnosed on his account colon cancer. Yep, in 2016 and yeah, battled it with four this. years as it progressed. So that three million view retweets on August 28th, 2020. That's the fourth most. See that one to me makes sense to retweet. Cause you're like trying to show people, right. It, it was yeah. a question people had, people were trying to figure out, is it real? Is it not real? What's going on? There was a lot of confusion. So that one makes it, you see that one, you hit retweet. So everyone in your group can see it from the official account. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was, it's just while you were doing that, I pulled up the TikTok page and like the number, the top ones are like hashtag TikTok, hashtag for you page, hashtag FYP, hashtag <laughs> for you, hashtag viral. So it shows you how young TikTok is comparatively, right? Yeah. Cause they're still trying to like, like all those are explaining how TikTok works essentially like the for you page. That's the page you start on. Um, so FY putting hashtag FYP is something that, you know what I mean? Right. It's just, it was, you know, kind of funny. And like a lot of these are just like TikTok for fun, you know, hashtag mm-hmm. comedy. Like it's very interesting how different TikTok is to Twitter. Sorry. I right. just, that was just something interesting. I know we're not going to oh. get into TikTok, but I just wanted to, cause it was up on my phone. I was like, I should mention that cause TikTok really is used different. TikTok is almost corporate. Yeah. It's almost at like this point. They, yeah. they really is. I, it's funny. The, uh, yeah, like hashtag fashion, the advice they get hashtag for, funny. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're trying to tell you what's in 
what content it is. Mm-hmm. So you could like it's almost like Netflix. Like I want to watch a scary movie. You type in the word horror, you got a bunch of scary movies. You go to TikTok, mm-hmm. you put in you know hashtag comedy, and you're going to see comedy or reverse your or hashtag music, and you're going right. to see music related stuff. It's almost like a streaming service, like a, a DIY streaming service. Yeah, and it's all about you know strategizing and using that algorithm and finding what you like. And you know what's funny? These next three, the top three retweets of all time are all really, really intriguing. And it's crazy. I never heard these two, especially the top two. First one, the first, I assume this person is American and that would make them the most retweeted American tweet at 3.2 million on April 5th, 2017. Carter Wilkerson, all he or she said was, help me, please. A man needs his nugs. And oh, that I was saw that one 3.2 million times. Who's Carter Wilkerson? I don't know. But a man needs his nugs, obviously. <laughs> you could take that a number of ways, to be honest with you. Oh, so according to this, he retweeted. Oh, this is a cool story. So Carter Wilkerson, a regular person, tweeted at Wendy's asking how many retweets he needed for a year worth of, of three of free chicken nuggets. But Wendy's replied with 18 million. He accepted the challenge. The tweet received unlikely support from several major companies, including Microsoft, Amazon, and Google, prompting the hashtag Nugs for Carter and propelling the tweet to become the most retweeted within 34 days, at which at which point Wendy's gave him a year of free nuggets. So he simply wow. just wanted some nuggets and became the, th- the, the most popular. Have your nugs or whatever he just said. The most retweeted tweet. In the United States, according to this list. So there you go. That's the most internet thing I definitely found today. And the yeah. next one is the top two is by the same person, Yazuku Mazazawa. Assuming I said that right, he's a Japanese billionaire. You know, from what I was looking at today, he seems to be like the Elon Musk of Japan. Okay. And, uh, his first two tweets, pretty much a year apart. Number two with 3.4 million on my birthday in 2019, December 31st, 2019. In Japanese, he tweeted, hashtag Mazuzawa's New Year's gift. One million yen will be given to 1,000 people. I hope that a million yen will make your lives happier. To apply, follow me and retweet this tweet. The deadline is 2359. Uh, he number one. On January 7th. Number two. The purpose of this project was explained on YouTube. So he tweeted that in Japanese and the year and on January 5th, 2019 in Japanese, he said new year, Zozo towns, new year sale, which is the uh, website he found, which is a big retailer, retailer, a retail website, which is like Mm -hmm. the Amazon of Japan, I'm assuming. But he said new year sale is the fastest way and has just surpassed 10 billion yen as a token of my gratitude i'll give 1 million yen oh my god 100 million new stole this he was paying people to like him and he and this was for a hundred he he gave a hundred people in cash and you just had to retweet and follow him and it was open until january 7th and i will dm the winners directly the hashtag new year's gift if you want to go to the moon and that's was retweeted 4.1 million times in the that's, most popular retweet. That's the that's ridiculous because he bought that. That that shouldn't count. <laughs> well, he somebody got some yen. That's like Mr. McMahon would try to give money at WWE once. Well, that was yeah, that didn't work. I mean, <laughs> that was famously uh, famously a failure for him. But uh, 
But yeah, Mazizawa. Talk about money talks, I guess. So, Ryan, I wanted to hear more about the uh, most popular hashtags of all time. What do you have for us? So I found a couple of interesting ones. I don't know if you have any as well. Uh, One that I'm going to pull out. This is not in a particular order. I want to know if you've seen this one. Mm -hmm. Because this one started back in April 2011. And apparently it resurfaces just about every year. Hashtag Mm -hmm. Ed Balls. Ed Balls Day? (laughs) Yeah. So there is a um, politician. I don't really know. He's not an American politician. If he is, he's like a local politician, but he's got a blue check mark. So I don't believe that's the case. I think he's international. Mm-hmm. And in 2011, so again, relatively early, he's an older man. Uh, it looks like he was setting up his Twitter and he tweeted his name, just his name. No hashtag, nothing. He clearly didn't know he was tweeting. He clearly thought he was like putting in the information or whatever. So there's just a tweet from um, April 28th, 2011 from Ed Balls at Ed Balls. Ed Balls. That says Ed Balls. And so every year on April 28th, I guess Ed Balls Day. The internet has created Ed Balls Day. So every year on April 28th, uh, since 2011, Twitter users go, you know, hashtag Ed Balls Day in honor of Ed, who didn't know how to use Twitter. And but it was great. So, again, because it's so early. uh, He was searching himself. So not only is his name, you know, on, right? He's at Ed Balls. So it's literally just Ed Balls, at Ed Balls, Ed Balls. Like it literally, the only way to make it funnier is the fact that he's basically said it three times. Uh, And so I I thought that was a funny one. Um, Another one that went viral, and I remember this one. I want to know if you remember this one. Uh, Do you remember Emma Watson's UN speech? Yeah, Yeah. I do vaguely. So the hashtag he for she campaign that she tried to launch. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it worked. I didn't know it worked, to be honest with you. But uh, it did go viral, and it's one of the top uh, trends of all time, probably because it's the UN, so everybody was watching around the world. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was kind of cool. But uh, for those of you who don't know, um, the phrase, by the way, was uh, tweeted over 6,000 times an hour after the speech. So that was the rate of uh, tweets like back then. Um, But uh, it was part of her campaign trying to get men and boys to engage in helping uh, gender equality. So he for she. That's a good cause. Yeah. Um, One that I forgot about was hashtag the dress. Oh, yes. The dress. The blue and white dress. Right. At least that's what I saw. Apparently there's another one. Well, I'm looking at two pictures here. I don't know. I'll, I'll show it to you so you can see what I can see. There's two pictures here. One is clearly white and gold. Yeah, I see. I see blue and black. One is clearly. I don't actually, see any white you, and to gold. To me, they both look white and gold. But um, see, what's this? That changed the world at one point. <laughs> and it was the precursor to Yanny Laurel. Um, <laughs> Which a lot of people, you know, a lot of people still argue about um, what I thought found interesting. So, by the way, this list I'm looking at um, was back in 2017. Right. So this is yeah. an older list. Um, and Black Lives Matter was one of the uh, had uh, 41 million tweets in 2017. Mm. So this is years before George Floyd. Uh, before like the resurgence of the movement. So I can't even imagine how many times black lives matter has been tweeted out. 
at right. this point. If in 2017 it had over 41 million tweets, and I'll be honest, uh, with the exception of some of like the you know the generic ones like that I'm looking at here, and to give you some specifics, things like you know Motivation Monday, TBT, <laughs> things like that. Um, oh, and those are classic. those are all those are popular. classic. Those are classics, assets. right? And you know, and uh, what was the it's not on this list actually. The Thursday one. There was a Thursday one. Thursday's uh, not throwback Thursday. Something like uh well, I think that's the TBT. But um yeah. there was like another Thursday one, I thought. But anyway, so like those are obviously more popular. Uh, because people literally, you know, Friday feeling. Um Friday people feeling. literally, you know, like every Monday there's people who wake up and tweet hashtag Monday motivation. And it's <laughs> still to this day every Monday and it's been every Monday since Twitter existed. Right. But the idea that black lives matter has 41 million, like I think in terms of like specific tweets, things that you can't just necessarily, although some people probably at this point do tweet that every day, which is also not great because frankly, it's probably always necessary, but uh, it's, it never feels Mm -hmm. out of place, which is what's unfortunate about it. But I just think that's, that's such a high number. It has to be. And I would love to see an updated list that has yeah. those like those kind of ones on it. Um, but the we last definitely for the uh, end of year tweet cap, we do the viral tweets of the year that will definitely hopefully those will be oh, yeah. some no, for sources sure. for us to use there. But you were saying yeah, no, for sure. Um, one thing I noticed, there's two on this list that um, that were currently trending. This one's as of uh, August. Um, and I think that these are probably both pretty high up and it's March Madness. Mm-hmm. In COVID nineteen, oh. the reason I say March Madness in particular, obviously COVID nineteen, obviously, but um, March Madness is interesting because this was this is a list from August and it's just recently, it's just like twenty twenty one. So this year, March Madness is one of the number one uh, hashtags, and I thought that was interesting. I didn't think this was a particularly interesting year for March Madness, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, I guess the only thing was the first because it was right. Yeah, only because it was the first one because it was completely canceled in COVID. So true, but, but I feel still, like, it wasn't like if you look, you're it was it was an okay. I mean the the final four had a classic game. I mean, you had Gonzaga and uh, I can't think of the other team at the moment, but um, I pick Gonzaga almost every year. Yeah, That's a true story. And they've lost in the championship. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know but, enough about college college basketball to really do one, but people ask me all the time, and I usually just pick Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. But yeah, else. so. I guess it just shows the excitement, and especially now with sports gambling being legalized more in more states across the nation, and probably college sports is the most affected by it because they have so many play- games you can bet on across the United States. True, whether Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, all these uh, t all these uh, opportunities to win money now. But, but I bet even, you, but that's still you know March back in Madness. March. I bet you March Madness is probably up there. Again, like I said, these are not in order. I didn't have an ordered list. These are just mm-hmm. randomly curated by the website, um, yeah. the two websites that I used. Um, but I think that that one's probably up there. I know it's on the list because it's mentioned here, but um, I bet you that one's pretty high. March Madness, because, you know, again, it's almost like it's obviously not to the same scale as like Motivation Monday, because that's every Monday. Yeah, right. But like every year for you know however many weeks march madness is applicable to pretty much every tweet if you wanted you could just you as a twitter account could just tweet about march madness and still have tons of content uh you know yeah so i feel like that one is pretty high but yeah those are the those are the ones that stuck out to me again there's a couple that don't 
this they're not like like hashtag vegan <laughs> hashtag vegan yeah and again hashtag love hashtag peace things like that those are not i mean i'm sure they're very high because those are like simple hashtags but i kind of don't count those because you know what i mean like that's something you especially in the old days when people were just learning hashtags and there was really only, it was almost shorthand for what you were saying yeah so like hashtags used to be like you would tweet something and then you're like summary was the hashtag at the end <laughs> be like i wish we could all just get along hashtag no more fighting hashtag yeah. all love like that's not what you do anymore now you're you're trying to take the words and put them in front of certain people right and so your hashtags are now your hashtags again almost like a streaming service are supposed to be like a, a tag it's supposed to be like i'm searching for so no one's ever going to be like hashtag love no one's going to look for that anymore like that no one would ever search that so i feel like those are the in like five years those these will be off the list i think like there's a lot of years to make up for before people started using twitter this way but we've been using it this way for a while now and i think mm-hmm. like five years from now as we continue using twitter the way we use it it's going to be a lot more like covid19 it's going to be a lot more like march madness things that are specific that you're yeah, trying exactly. to show people something specific although i think monday put in the conversation yeah and i think but things things like monday motivation or you know tbt i think those will stick around because again it's something it's different if you're a brand it it's almost a staple of, to the yeah tweets well itself. i think about it wednesday wendy's as an example or like microsoft Cracker Barrel, whatever. A lot of them have kind of these Twitter followings for different reasons, um, and they yeah. don't always want to tweet about like the food or the product. They yeah. need something to tweet about every once in a while that's not business. And so, like TBT and Monday Motivation gives them an opportunity. It's just like, all right, every Monday we're going to like just say something nice. And uh, Twitter's and then, we'll, then we'll do the sales pitch, <laughs> right? And Twitter's, uh, Twitter's, Twitter's. Tw- ah, excuse me. Wendy's Twitter team is known for being trolls when they bring those comedians out so to roast people. So is New Jersey. The New Jersey Twitter page? Do you want to follow them? No, the way this the city of New Jersey trolls people like, well, like Wendy's state, does. Yeah, huh? I didn't yeah, know me, that. Let me pull it up. When it's not a them apologizing for messed up orders, it's Wendy's like making fun of uh customers and like other companies in a friendly way. Maybe some people are offended. But um, I always found that funny about what. So, uh, so Delaware.gov has recently started trying to be, you know, internet savvy as well. Mm-hmm. And New Jersey oftentimes tries to, you know, punk Delaware. So this is their pinned tweet, by the way. All right, so Delaware in, on April first for their April Fool's tweet because everyone has to. Uh, tweeted New Jersey and Delaware will be merging to become one state named New Delaware. Right, that was April Fool's. <laughs> Uh huh. And New Jersey's so New Jersey's April Fool's tweet instead of something ridiculous was delete your account. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, whereas we got more here. Um, Did you ever fall for a you a internet April Fool's joke like that? I don't ever think so. I fell for Coney 2012. <laughs> Coney 2012. Really that was that a was hashtag. Happening. That yeah. was a hashtag. We have to kind of get through. So we right recently we had 9-11, which they, they didn't make. Obviously, for obvious reasons, they didn't make. Uh, OK, here we go. No jokes. So six oh, days ago, uh, there's a picture of you remember Steve from Blue's Clues. Yeah. His little talk. So and look at all you have done and all you have accomplished. So you remember that line? Yeah. So New Jersey has the, that picture and, and the 
obviously the text is when you successfully merge in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, that tweet broke the internet and I'm looking at it right so now. So stuff like that. Like they've been pretty, they've been pretty kind of like snarky. Uh, and there's one about they're big on bagels. If you attack pizza or bagels, yeah. If you um if you attack pizza or bagels to New Jersey online, they're they're coming for you. Oh, or if man. you are Delaware, those I are the three who's things running that New Jersey account. cannot abide by. Uh, it's these two <laughs> women who work for the state. They've, they've they've been interviewed and they've talked about you know New Jersey has an attitude, obviously, uh, <laughs> that it's famous for, and so they wanted their Twitter account to kind of you know, without going too far, reflect that you know. So you do think it's the move to have more of these corporate, you know, representation, representative tweets no. to troll other the Internet? Or? No, I don't. I think I think or does it pe- depend I think on people are take. Yeah, I think people are taking that to mean that like, oh, this looks so well for Wendy's or look at New Jersey. But like <laughs> New Jersey works. I mean, <clears throat> one of the most popular tweets on the Twitter account for New Jersey is Gabagool. <laughs> you can't you can't microsoft can't tweet that it doesn't make sense it wouldn't be <laughs> funny it probably actually it'd probably be offensive if they did it you know what i mean like so like it's just you have to know who you are and what your brand is new jersey understands its brand and has yeah. been able to use it wendy's in fairness is one of the few exceptions wendy's has like you can, Wendy's a little girl who makes burgers in everyone's mind and mm-hmm. she's got a bit of a potty mouth on Twitter but um, for whatever reason it, it works but I would say Wendy's is the exception not the rule if you go into making a Twitter account expecting to be Wendy's like if you have a corporate account I feel like that's wrong and it honestly it shows mm-hmm. like what you just showed us the most retweeted tweets of all time Yeah, it's only, the one, of, only one of those like only one of those was like a thought out tweet <laughs> right right the the obama tweet was the only one that looked like anyone had you know even done a spell check uh everything else was like individuals yeah so or even the that- fun stuff like like somebody tweeted um wendy or the funny somebody tweeted wendy's your food is trash and they tweeted back no your opinion is though <laughs> right but again they're like the exception oh you know we know who should do it more though i will say this who? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I didn't even know they they have some beef too. Apparently, I guess like you said, they. Well, so they don't. They they're normal. They're a very normal corporate account. They, you know, they talk about sales. They the big holidays, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. However, I don't. Have you heard the Brent's wife story? This is really old. Like really old. Twitter. Brent's wife story. Yeah, there's a guy who tweeted at Cracker Barrel about how they fired his wife. His name was like Brent or Brett or whatever. okay, Brad. Brad, maybe Brad, someone's wife. Uh, I don't, why am I even guessing? So this is true. If you go to any Cracker Barrel tweet right now, and again, save maybe for like, you know, a 9-11 tweet or something, you'll see it in the comments. Uh, Let's see. Cracker Barrel. I'm literally, I'm going to go to the first tweet. So POV, you're hungry and you just made a pit stop on your Labor Day weekend road trip. Oh, you know, it's Brad. So, oh, it's ironically enough, this tweet's from Rocky. That's, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> he tweeted at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, he's got 32 likes on it. Uh, <laughs> what do you say to So Brad, Crack, the tweet is that's insane. I honestly didn't remember that he tweeted this. I was with him on Labor Day too. Uh, anyway, uh, so POV, you're hungry and you just made a pit stop on your Labor Day weekend road trip. And 
he he replied pov you're brad's wife you're fired after 11 years of service so that's anyway the point <laughs> is some guy tweeted at Cracker Barrel because they fired his wife after 11 years of working at Cracker Barrel. And for it went viral on all platforms. And now anytime Cracker Barrel speaks on Twitter, mm-hmm. somebody responds. Well, actually, everybody responds about Brad's wife. Like this one. Um, like, what did you do to Brad's wife? So like they just tweeted, uh, tweet, they tweeted out at before then about uh, a song they did with Jennifer Nettles. Sorry, don't work sorry don't work no more is mm-hmm. the song she performed it at a cracker barrel first comment of course sorry don't work no more you didn't even have the decency to apologize for brad's wife um, that's funny that justice then, for brad's wife yeah so they need to be a little sassier i think if i if they were asking me what should i do they need to start pushing back otherwise this will never go away and maybe yeah. they don't want to go away in fairness i mean people maybe it's what they want but i think cracker barrel needs to grow a spawn and they need to fight back against the internet because they're not right now like iron chic or dough well, maybe not maybe not quite as aggressive as Sheiky baby but i um, saw he had his first genuine tweet you know Sadly, Norm McDonald passed away last week. That wasn't genuine. I mean, that was genuine, but it was it was just it was in the style of all of his other ones. Oh yeah. Well, I just all caps. it's funny not seeing him be mean. It was still okay. all caps. You are the legend <laughs> of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Um he did one for Howard Stern five hours ago. Yeah, Bubba, he you mentioned are the king today. of all the media, and I love you, Bubba. <laughs> Yo, man, yo. So you also mentioned that you had an article. Did you already hit on the points with that? Yeah, well, yeah. So I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So we're talking about the uh, trending. Mm-hmm. That today's about trending. Right. What do you think of the trending tab? I always like to peek at it. You know, I like having my own Twitter. Time. My Twitter, obviously, besides genuinely want to see what the world is talking about on Twitter. I think it's cool. Besides, I like that they also have my own algorithm set up for what I like. But I think it's a uh, well, for you. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean the for you tag that, that that's different. Yeah. So I'm talking about the trending one where, you know, one through I want to say it goes through mine. Mine's going through twenty nine. Yeah, well, I like it. I think it's important and I utilize it. So I heard a recent criticism that I had not thought of before, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at this now. And this is just an example because I'm looking at my 26. I can't say that. Um, okay, perfect. So I'm looking at my 25 or uh, 24, sorry. And I'm looking at my 29. So my 24 right now is I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. That's considered trending right now. It's got 5,301 tweets. And I'm looking at my 29, which is Book of Life. Mm -hmm. And it's got 8,723 tweets. So my number 29 trending, my my top 29, 29 has got more tweets than 24. So someone brought that up to me. How come certain things are not trending or are trending, but trending lower, even with higher counts? And I kind of just brushed that off. And then I read a different article, which took the opposite perspective, and I was talking about misinformation it's from the Atlantic, talking about spread of misinformation via the trending page, mm-hmm. which actually, as much as it was the different perspective, is really not a different perspective. I mean, if you go to trending and you see, you know, AOC is trending number one, as an example, 
recently about the dress controversy. So now it seems like AOC is the number one most talked about thing or person, not a thing. She's a person, um, person on Twitter. But, you know, something else has four times more tweets, but it's not number one. It's, well, it's number three on trending. AOC is number one. So AOC can trend number one with 30,000 tweets. Whereas, you know, Tucker Carlson has an example, and this is the, an example that is true, even though I don't like you know, friend of the podcast. Um, that's a joke. Um, can have, you know, 60,000 tweets. His name be tweeted 60,000 times and, you know, be fifth on the list instead of, uh, you know, AOC. And then both of them, because they're both in politics, will be top five no matter what. Whereas, you know, something about sports, you know, soccer in particular, which is, you know, globally the biggest sport in the country, uh, in the world, um, can have like, you know, 200,000 for like a championship game. And it'll still only get to like number 11. So right. I, I thought it was interesting. So this, th- both the, the person I talked to and then this, uh, article for very different reasons advocated that Twitter get rid of the trending page that keep for you. That makes sense. You know, they base off of what you click on, what you post, they give you a for you. So you can see what's trending, what's popular right now that you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, news, sports, entertainment, obviously we have COVID-19, hopefully we can get rid of that someday, but right, that sort of thing, definitely. you know, keep all that, but just get rid of that trending page because really the trending page is not accurate. They're not, it's not what's trending. It's what Twitter yeah. wants. It's almost like what, what so Twitter wants us to think, well, but I don't know if be that's true. So even the article, the Atlantic article mentions that it's supposed to be about how many, you know, it's, it's supposed to be things that pop, but I don't think it's really made clear that that's what it is and i don't think that's entirely accurate so like Nicki minaj is trending number two right now yeah but they're not telling me how many tweets it has you can click yeah, on it that's it, what it i just found interesting right, doesn't say anything about that but right underneath it i've got wrath wednesday and it is telling me how many tweets that's been getting you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it, it's very inconsistent i feel like that's part of the problem but i, I was curious what you thought about the trending is it redundant since it's really not again it's not a comprehensive one through 20 list of what's trending. It's really just, I mean, at best it's just, you know, what's, what's popping at the moment. Like what went from like zero to like, if something goes from zero to 5,000 in like an hour, maybe they're like, Oh, that's interesting. Let's put that up high so people can see it. Uh, At worst it's Twitter saying, we want you to like these things. So here's what we're going to show you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, so what do you think? I like to think that they were, they're not, um, messing or have oh, I just mean general, being picking. oh yeah, yeah yeah i'm saying like uh, no one likes the redundancy but you know it's i guess i i, I didn't I just really didn't consider it. i just assumed that's what people talked about and then if the more you think about it that it, it isn't fair if the what's actually trending isn't actually on the for you page or sorry it's not on the uh you know trending page for everybody I guess um, if it's accurate, I think it needs to be used. If it's not, there's no point at all. And people will just keep on scrolling with what they like. I think either do it and make sure it's accurate. If not, then I won't care for it anymore because I like to for Twitter being accused for censoring in the past. I don't want them to be highlighted in that stereotype, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah. Well, I wonder if maybe there maybe there's a method that just doesn't make sense, right? So like, yeah, it just switched. So Nicki Minaj is number one now. By the way, <laughs> this very minute, just, <laughs> literally just now See? changed. But um, like, I'm looking at some of these, like, expensive pain, which I looks like the Meek Mill album. Mm. Um, has two thousand three hundred and forty-one tweets. Okay, but. Then you go down. And in fairness, it's also Meek Mill because it's just Meek is trending with 10.5K. So why is so why is one meaning uh, where is it? Expensive Pain, the name of the album, mm-hmm. trending above Meek when Meek is being used in more tweets than hashtag Expensive Pain. And also, why are they two separate hashtags? <laughs> They're clearly mm-hmm. about the same thing. Um Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. I had never considered it. Honestly, I, like you, I was like, well, whatever. It must be what's most popular. I've never, I never even looked to see how many people were tweeting about it. No, not once. But the one was pointed out to me, I looked and it's true. It's literally all over the place. Like I said, number eight on my list right now has got 2,000 tweets. Huh. You'd think it, almost more every, than 2,000 people. Yeah, almost everything beneath it has more. Huh. Well... <laughs> Yeah, I think we would just have to hear from the higher ups at Twitter themselves to discuss. Yeah. How do you decide this? And until then, we'll just, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. But, you know, I'll white still... nationalist is trending. Ooh, like, no one again, likes white nationalists except white nationalists. And yeah, so I don't know. I'm thinking it's a joint thing now. I went from disagreeing with both articles with both people, the person in the article thing, they're both right. It's 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 just like it's showing content that isn't even really trending. Right. And a lot of that content, like I said, white nationalist, I'm sure some of this about Tucker Carlson, because I think he's right, right now. Mm. But seriously, I think every night he comes on. Yep. Here we go. Didn't expect Nicki Minaj to respond to someone pointing out Tucker Carlson was a white nationalist with we are all humans beyond this politics. So mm. yeah. Um, every night, every night Fox news ends up getting called white nationalists. So oh. it's probably trends quite a bit, but even still like it's dangerous content. I feel like, and again, it, it's just very weird the way it's been put, you know, this is at number 26 and right yeah. above it has literally an eighth of the tweets and is trending 25 you know until 26 we can't figure out how accurate it is i probably will still check out that trending page for the sake oh, yeah, of no, just being aware of things but yeah um, no, i'm not gonna stop using it <laughs> i was this wasn't me saying to stop using it i was just curious <laughs> if it was even necessary couldn't all of this be moved over to the for you page i do find it uh <laughs> why not why not have a mixture of both as they keep evolving and until then um, we'll just stay interested. And Ryan, you know what the very first tweet of all time was? By the way, I was two years old. Wasn't off. it? Twitter? Twitter, Twitter started in May 21st, 2000. 2000 wow. Twitter began on May 21st, 2006. But not like, yes, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> according to this, at least, it no, was I by did, Jack. But I mean, like, people didn't use it. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. But uh, all I'm just saying is uh, the first tweet, according to this, was by Jack Dorsey. And he yeah. wrote the yeah. uh, tweet he had the just setting up that it was gonna be my Twitter. Thing. And he spelled Twitter T-W-T-T-R. First ever tweet. And it's funny. This article says launching a global platform that has became a controversial and dominant force in civil society. 
That's Ooh. accurate, right? I mean, there's nothing inaccurate there. Yeah, yeah. Civil society. That's just found that interesting. And, you know, as we're also looking at the top 10 most liked tweets, a lot of the most retweeted tweets are repeated, like Chadwick Boseman, which is actually number one at 7.3 million mm-hmm. likes. The Obama, um, the Obama telling people to not hate on people because yeah, of no. the color retweets. Yeah. Retweets are usually the retweeted ones are probably also the most liked ones. Yeah. John Cook again with a kissy emoji. That was at 3.2. Million gotta likes. We've got to get them to post our podcast. <laughs> and then also one that says army. I will miss you on April 11th, 2021. And he said also that in John Korean. Cook. Yep. John Cook. But some of the other ones, number nine, the most, the ninth most liked tweet of all time by Macaulay Culkin on August 26, 2020. Really? Hey guys, want to feel old? I'm 40. You're welcome. <laughs> 3. 2 million. He's likes. been really good on American Horror Story. Yeah, I've heard about that. I haven't seen it yet, but it, hey, man, it, are we getting a Macaulay, Macaul- a Macaulay Culkin renaissance? A co- return know, to force? That, I mean, he's got a. He's doing well on a show. <laughs> I think you have to have gotten booked on a lot more shows to call it a renaissance. But, I mean, it's a very popular show, in fairness. I feel bad for him because I think it was supposed to be longer than it's going to be. Oh, Because what they did is they, they're taking, they took the canceled season. It sounds like because it's called Double Feature. And so I used to think that was the, maybe the plan all along or whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. they filmed something totally different. But so it's it's being billed as an American Horror Story double feature. But when you watch the show, I watch the show every week. The title card at the end when it shows American Horror Story, the title of this what we're watching is not double feature. It says American Horror Story Red Tide. Something like Ooh, that. Trying to or, make you pay attention that mise-en-scene, as they say. And so I'm thinking that it was supposed to be, Red Tide was supposed to be the canceled season from COVID. 2020. Hmm. And they just took it, cut episodes they didn't feel they needed, and made a shorter version because now it's going to be one half of the season instead of the whole season by itself. Ooh. So I feel bad because, I mean, he's done very well. And if this was going to be a whole series, you know, it probably would have had, you know, a better ending. And you know, I, I don't know if it hasn't ended yet, but in fairness, like it may have had, you know, more, he may have had more opportunity than he's going to get now. Yeah. Well, that's going to be interesting to find out, you know, yeah. the number eighth most liked tweet after Joe Biden declared victory for president of the United States back in November 7th, mm-hmm. 2020. He said, America, I'm honored that you have chosen me to lead a great country. The work ahead of us will be hard. But I promise you this, I will be a president for all Americans, whether you voted for me or not. I will keep the faith that you have placed in me. So that's what he said. On that note, sorry, Mm -hmm. another anecdote. I was on Reddit and someone posted something from a Facebook page. So like some fireman from like out in Shanksville. That's where Biden Mm -hmm. was this weekend for 9-11. Took a picture like all of their kids with Joe Biden, who was there. Mm -hmm. And all the kids are wearing Trump hats in the picture. So it's Joe Biden, <laughs> a bunch of young people wearing a bunch of children wearing Trump hats, which is <laughs> kind of scary. But anyway, the point. <laughs> point is someone commented on the picture saying, did Biden know about the hats or is it like they all put the hat on right before the picture sort of thing? And he said, no, he knew. He said, uh, oh, God, what's the quote? I have to pull up the quote because it was actually pretty good. Um, I thought. 
other people I'm sure will have a reason to dislike it, but I'll be honest with you, <laughs> they would find a reason to dislike just about anything if they needed it. You know what I mean? Definitely. But um, where the heck is it? Uh, uploaded. Here we go. Oh, it's going to take me forever. So maybe I shouldn't, whatever. Something along the lines of what you just said about, you know, he's not in the, but it was like, he's not in the business of, uh, of making enemies, something to that effect. He's trying was to be very, the president. Yeah. It was very interesting, you know? Yeah. And something about, you know, everyone should have a right to their president and so on and so forth. I thought it was very, very interesting that, uh, that he did that, that he was, uh, Willing to take that picture too. Yeah, well, yeah, willing to take a picture with someone who was, you know, very clearly not a fan <laughs> um, of his. But yeah, hey, so, we'll take that for sure. And then you know what the sixth most liked tweet was? Just simply, we did it, Joe Biden by Kamala Harris. Another three point two million. Number five was in the context when the uh, SpaceX launch happened in May twenty twenty. And, you know, the George Floyd protests were going on, the pandemic, Mm -hmm. the fabled Andy Milanakis tweeted, congratulations to the astronauts that left Earth today. Good choice. Three point six million likes. Jeez, That's how you get uh, some people to remember you. Number four is another sad one. Sorry, I have I found it. I found it. He said the quote to the children all were in the, the Trump stuff. And they're almost all wearing Trump stuff. By the way, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight kids. Um, he said, "Yes, actually." He said, "Joe Biden said, I believe in liking people, even if they don't like me." Damn, powerful right there. Words would have made my kids like change. <laughs> I didn't like them, be like, "Oh, that was way we can't do this." <laughs> you know, um, there is Demarcus Lawrence, the defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys, right? A kid in a Saquon jersey went up for his autograph. He said, he said something along the lines like, yo, you got the wrong jersey, cuz. And this kid's like six. And- See, that's kind of <laughs> And he didn't what, do what? it. He walked away. Yeah, whatever, man. I, but Biden, Biden can't do that because we no, know no one that's the that. bad thing. I mean, the bad results that will happen. So where was the, where was this game? I don't, I never heard At this. At Dallas. This was about okay. two years ago, 2019 so season. You're a, you're a fan of Saquon Barkley, who is not a cowboy. Yeah, by the way, this is a kid. This is, had to be yeah. like eight, nine years old. But you live in Texas. Right. Yeah, somehow That's they were at fact. that game. Not somehow. He probably lives in Texas. You can meet. You mm-hmm. don't have to like like the fan, the, like the team that's near you. Yeah, America's team. Cowboys fans are literally all over the country. Right. So this kid, who's uh, yeah, fine. He's a Giants fan, but he can only go to Cowboys games, mm-hmm. right? That, he's from Dallas. Obviously, he's from Dallas. That's why he's at a Dallas game. He didn't, he didn't fly to Dallas to see a football game. <laughs> Just sign the freaking jersey. Come on. <laughs> the kid is only went to the game, sure, because he wanted to see the Giants, but he's clearly local. He's never going to get to meet Saquon Barkley because he doesn't live there. I'm sure if he could, if he lived in New York, he would love to have waited and gone up to Saquon Barkley and asked for his signature. But that's just, unfortunately, that's not the life he lives. So just sign the kid's thing. Like, 
Who cares? <laughs> I, that was that's the most that's the single pettiest thing I think I've heard all day. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked out because it was videotaped because it went viral. Saquon, the, Gi- the Giants flew yeah. him out. He got to be Saquon, front row right. seats, all of that. So maybe so, the dad was trying to set something up too. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe they, it was entrapment. They're like, yeah, either way, just, we win. He knew he. Yeah, he knew that uh, <laughs> something was going to come out of this. Either way, he wins. Uh, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe it was savvy, uh, savvy business. In which case, we got to look out for that kid and his dad because they'll be the next Kardashians. Right. And then the uh, last two things to, mo- to mention, you know, a Kobe eulogy at number four mm-hmm. from Obama. Kobe was a legend on the court and just getting started in what would have been a meaningful second act. To lose Gianna is even more heartbreaking to us as parents. Michelle and I send love and prayers to Vanessa and the entire Bryant family on an unthinkable day. Very tough day there. and But um, memory lives on for Kobe. And then you have Joe Biden simply saying it's a new day in America. He tweeted that on... Um, he tweeted that on... Um, on inauguration day this year, January 20th. So, yeah, the other thing just to look at is the most popular YouTube videos. You know, YouTube, man, I don't know. I don't know where we'd be at. By the way, before we say the top five, do you know what the very first YouTube video was? I'm literally looking at it right now. 184 million views, and it was released on... Is it a video on how to use YouTube? (laughs) <laughs> it's actually one of the founders him at the zoo it's me at the zoo 19 seconds and he's pointing out to elephants he's like these are elephants that's it and that that's started youtube yeah wow so the most popular top simpler times man simpler are actually times. all songs that makes in sense. fact pretty much the top 30 are all songs okay so let's do the top five so you have See You Again by Wiz Khalifa. 5.2 billion came out on April 6th. I didn't think people liked Paul Walker that way, but okay. <laughs> Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. 5.45 million, January 30th, 2017. Johnny, Johnny, Yes, Papa by the Lulu Kids. 5.68 billion. I don't know who don't know that one. one. It's an English language nursery rhyme about a child named Johnny who's caught no, by that. his father eating sugar. Uh-oh. Johnny can't eat the sugar, but... <laughs> yeah. I got nothing else to add. Simple as that. Rot your teeth out, kid. Don't do it. And, uh, but yeah, it was a big meme. So, how about that? Despacito, the oh, original version, not the remix with uh, Justin Timberlake, but the original Justin one Bieber, with yeah. Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber with Luis Fonzi. January 12, 2017, at number one. Oh, this is hilarious. Can I ask you, what do you think is number one at 9.27? Yeah, it's a song. Came out in 2016, June 2016, 9.27 billion views. Oh, these were the billions, by the way. If I said million, my really billion. helped me. A lot of music came out in 2016. This is definitely, if you hear it, you might get a kick out of it. Uh, all right, hold on. Let me, let me think. It's not exactly a mainstream song. I'll leave you at that. So, you know, it's not, you know, a Nicki Minaj or Ed Sheeran or BTS. Oh, God, it's not. <laughs> it's the Baby Shark. Yep, yeah, I was literally about to say, I was like, what the hell's the name of that song? And I was like, I should just sing it because it's definitely in there. It's Baby Shark. Yeah. By Ping uh, Fog, Baby Shark, Kids Songs and Stories. 
9.27 billion video on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Not 9 That's billion. Baby shark dude. What is if I can ask since you have the list in front of you, since those mm-hmm. are all songs, what is the number one not song? The most popular not song on YouTube. From Miroshika TV at 4.46 billion, learning colors, colorful eggs on a farm. And then you have Get Movies, Masha the Bear, which is a big uh, TV show in Russia. Recipe for Disaster. So I guess that's the episode. Yeah, it says right here. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a regular video, an episode from Masha the Bear. And Masha? everything else. Masha and, sorry, Masha and the Bear. Okay. Masha and the Bear. If you, For our Russian listeners. What's your favorite episode of Masha and the Bear? Hashtag tweet cap. Let's see it. Yeah. Some of the other most popular is the bath song by Coco Melon, Uptown Funk You Up, Gangnam Styles number 10 at 4.8. That Four, makes sense. Uh, you know, yeah, pretty much all though. pop. Axel left. Crazy Frog is still popular. Really? 2.98 billion came out in 2009. Crazy Frog has 2.98 billion listens. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. But yeah, Baby Shark, do, 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 do. And uh, it only achieved this in November. That's what it took over, according to this. Okay. This list. So uh, yeah, Charlie Bit My Finger used to uh, be number one, but for a long time. Where is it now? Well, is it, it seems it fell quite a bit then, right? It's not in the top 30, according to this. So Wow. It went from number one to not even listed. Yeah. So I'm looking the at leading the fleeting nature of social media and Internet fame. <laughs> but yeah, I'm also have a looking TV at the show on Hulu. Yeah. I'm looking also at about. the former top uh, most video. Ah, sorry. I'm looking at the former top most viewed YouTube mm-hmm. videos. Those are more contemporary videos like you have Charlie bit my finger. The right. evolution of dance from Jensen. No, the one that was making fun of it with that random oh, guy. Gotcha, yeah. Pokemon theme music video. I guess that's a song, but that's kind um, of a song. MySpace the movie, which was a short independent video by Egg T. Ronaldo Torch of Someone Gold. should make someone should make a movie about Xbox Live. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a script out there. <laughs> I want to see if you take that bait. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely my Google Drive still. <laughs> Should revisit it. How far now, you now you're come. older? See, see, uh, see what changes you make. Which uh, with a lot more uh, education on how to actually do a good script. Because <laughs> everyone starts somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, but hey, how about that, man? YouTube continues to reinvent itself, and uh, I mean, now, it seems like it's mostly <laughs> for children now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was talking to Perez, you know, last week and he said, you know, he feels his generation is more into TikTok because one thing is much easier to go viral on TikTok as in 2021 than it is on YouTube and more kids and more of a younger generation just more adapted to it. I do think YouTube will always be there and stay, especially more corporations need YouTube to promote their stuff. Uh, well, I think the thing is, I do believe this. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be famous. It's why everybody wanted to be a rock star. It's, it's, I mean, everyone wants yeah. to be famous. And so TikTok is offering that 
the reality is not everybody will be famous. And I think, frankly, and I know it's still a small number of people, TikTok is trying to claim a large group of people as famous without really anything to substantiate that other than TikTok's own personal branding. You're famous now. Right. So (laughs) I think TikTok, I really personally do believe TikTok will be gone well before YouTube. It's not even close. YouTube, oh, yeah. has, YouTube is proven. I mean, YouTube started as a 19-second video of an elephant. It's still here. <laughs> so YouTube yeah. has proven the ability to to meet needs. And right. listen, if you want to get famous, if that's all you use social media for, and frankly, it is why most people use social media nowadays, then maybe, yeah, YouTube's not for you. You know what I mean? Right. You, stick, you do stick to, like, Instagram if you're a model or, t- you know, TikTok if you're doing anything else. Uh, but... If you actually like in terms of providing good content that people care about, that's not that's not TikTok. No, not long exactly. Term. Not exactly. long term. I mean, it's it's good for like you know an hour. Like think about it. Vine is essentially the same app. It's dead. as right. TikTok. There's no difference. Literally no difference except TikTok has longer videos and that died out. So yeah, TikTok's got to do something different to stay alive. But YouTube honestly will last as it'll be Google, especially with Google owning it. Yeah. Uh, YouTube is never going away ever. So, yeah, and I'm happy fine. for that. YouTube's so. fine. Oh, I would say all the socials that are still out there are probably fine. Instagram could end up getting like bought, I and mean, they've already been bought by Facebook. Mm-hmm. But um, I could see Instagram getting absorbed. Yeah. But even still, it would still be a function. It would just be a function on a different site as opposed to its own thing. Right. And Snapchat too. Time. I could see Snapchat getting absorbed. Yeah, as like someone, as- someone saying like we want Snapchat, but we want it to be you know like Twitter being like we want Snapchat. I could see something like that happening. I think that'd but. be fun to see, but as long as they don't end up like Quibi, we have oh. more things to Quibi, enjoy. We knew we you were so young. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So full you know, a life. lot of these shows are now that we're on Quibi are going on other streaming services in more than fifteen minutes. I think I can't think of any specific off the top of my head, but I I keep hearing about. This was originally a Quibi series and now it's going to Netflix or something. So um, I hope that that's not too many, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a Chrissy's Chrissy Teigen's Judge Judy show. No, or a Chance the Rapper doing punk or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or the golden the golden arm, which Razor no. Brosnan was in. It was just about her getting a golden arm, which was an old classic movie from the 30s. That was really good. Well, I don't know if it was the 30s, but definitely before the early early cinema early cinema but you know they just they just showed how silly it was but oh well but ryan this has been good we have a great you know from now on we'll see what's the most trending from this very moment we just reflected on the most viral things on the internet ever up until 2021 and when we check in in 10 years how much that number has changed and what videos are out there. And if uh, baby shark hits the trillion views, a bold prediction, baby shark is at 2 trillion in 10 years. Yeah, man. Before you know, we might be having families at 10 years and playing that damn song. Every time, every time you listen to baby shark on YouTube, hashtag (laughs) tweet cap. Yes, please do at productive conversations. You literally just have to type those things. You don't end it just fit and it just types it for you. So yeah. Either way, great catching up, Ryan. I'll see you again in a couple weeks. 
as we will get back into the current swing of things. Mm-hmm. But until then, let's see what goes viral from here on out. And we appreciate you, Ryan. Thank you so much. All right. Happy to be here, Matt. All right. I'll see you soon. Bye. That's the great Ryan Page, everybody. One of my favorite people to collaborate and do podcasts with. We are so happy he joined us. So just some reminders. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasted platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And don't forget, next Thursday, September 30th, 10 days from now, I will be collaborating with Mental Health Declassified as we do our suicide awareness event, which will be on Instagram. We're still creating those final details, but next week we should be promoting what's to come and we're going to have some prizes we're going to have some giveaways it's going to be fun and leonore and brandon from mental health classified will come on the show a week from today and we will discuss more things to for people to be aware of when it comes to the world of mental health awareness especially preventing suicide remember at the end of the day we want you in our lives we'd rather hear your problems out than attend your funeral And there's always someone here to listen and to help you overcome those obstacles in life. It's tough. It's a very grueling, excruciating world, but we all can even have a silver lining in it. And I hope I could bring awareness with my partners in this endeavor and that we can hopefully enlighten people and give them the worst that they know they should have. So that's going to be exciting next week. We're going to be back on Thursday with another very big and powerful guest. And I will let that surprise anticipate you throughout the rest of the week. And when we t- return on Thursday, we're going to have quite the show for you. You are going to like it. But I'd like to thank Ryan Page for coming on again. I'd like to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for making this show possible. Words cannot describe my love and appreciation for you all. And yeah. Let's make sure we have a good week. Let's make sure we have a solid week. And let's just make some special moves and smile at our phones and do something extraordinary. So with that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I'll see you all on Thursday. Have a great beginning of your week. See you soon. Peace.